You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. in from Salt Lake City today. Jerry Hill joins us from Baylor Athletics. He's in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, covering Baylor softball. They open play in the NCAA Regional tomorrow at noon our time against Ole Miss. Jerry, welcome to you. How you doing? Thanks, JMO, and thanks for the reminder because I will be honest, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And I'm I'm sitting here at Buca de Peppo. Oh, that's a good place. Lunch. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yes, I'm ready to go, though. All right, very good. Sorry to interrupt your lunch, but thanks for being on with us. Uh, trip okay? Trip smooth uh, going out there with the team yesterday? It was. We got delayed a little bit. I, don't, I never did even figure out what the issue was, but we were on the tarmac or really at the gate for probably an extra 30 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, the flight up and everything was great. Very good. All right, and I'm um, guessing a practice today, and then the yeah. game comes up tomorrow. What? What? Uh, how much do you make out of the uh, um, fact that it's at altitude a little bit? I mean, higher altitude than Waco for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be an issue, and certainly Utah. You know, that's to their advantage because they're used to playing in it. But I don't think it's going to be a huge issue, John. I mean, um, you know, yes, there will be some issues, but I, I don't think it'll be a big deal because. You know, it's it's not like it's at, you know, 20,000 feet or something, you know. So, and, and they, you know, I think they will have been here long enough because it will be almost two full days before we play. So, I think by that, that you're getting a li- at least a little adjusted to the altitude. And I can tell you just walking around, I have not had any issues. Okay. I'm good. I've been hydrated. So, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to do everything that the doctors tell me to do. You that's know? good. Well, stay hydrated. That's smart. Very good. Uh, a man of your physical prowess, that's good to know. So, very good. <laughs> How about uh, Ole Miss? What have you learned about Ole Miss, Baylor's first opponent tomorrow? Yeah, I'll tell you one thing interesting, John, and I don't remember if I had mentioned this to you, but um, one of their pitchers actually has a Baylor tie. Oh, good. I didn't know if you had looked this up. Or no, I have not. Brooke Vestal. Brooke Vestal, oh. transferred from Oklahoma, yeah, okay. is the uh, daughter of uh, Ricky Vestal. How about that? That uh, was a quarterback here, I think maybe, what, in the 80s? Um, mid to late 80s, maybe? Sounds right, Something yeah. Like yep, but anyway, right. um, Brooke Vestal, um, they, John, they use a lot of pitchers, um, so they'll kind of get them in and out, and she's usually one that maybe closes a game. And, and Glenn said uh, a little bit of a scouting report on her was that you know, at one point she threw really hard, and I don't know if it was just through, you know, any injuries or anything or what, but now she throws in the high 50s. But just the way she moves the ball and, you know, just the way it, she kind of keeps you off balance, I guess, when, particularly when you get used to, you know, you're facing 65, 70 miles per hour, and then she comes in here and her fastest pitch is like 59. Hmm. So um, that was one thing. Um you know, they haven't just torn it up. They're not a big hitting team. I think they're hitting like 271 as a team, not a ton of home runs. Um, but, you know, played well of late. Um, they won uh, the last game 
of the Alabama series. So they won, you know, one of three from them. And I believe Alabama wound up being the five seed and then uh, beat LSU in the first round uh, uh, of the SEC tournament, beat them in like 10 innings. Um, so that's, you know, they, they won two back-to-back against you know, what wound up being national seeds, and then they lost to Auburn in the uh, SEC, uh, I guess it would have been the semifinals. So, yeah, I mean, they played well of late, 30-26 um, and 26 for the year. And like I said, they'll use a lot of different pitchers, so you got to kind of be ready for whatever they're going to throw at you. And I would say you can't put a lot into that record. I mean, it's not a real impressive record, but, I mean, playing in the SEC where everybody made the NCAA tournament, I mean, you got to factor that in, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, of course, Baylor beat them, but I know three of their losses was to, were to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, they got swept in a series there. So, um, yeah, I mean, you look at all 13 of the SEC teams made the NCAA tur- tournament field, so – you were playing a lot of NCAA tournament teams. And, yeah, like you said, so you can't put way too much stock in that. Um, and I believe they finished somewhere around 10th or 11th in the SEC. Um, but, like I said, big wins there late, beating Alabama and LSU. And I think, John, that's probably what got them in, you know, getting those wins late hmm. to kind of put them over the top. It's kind of wild to think about, isn't it? A team that finished 10th or 11th in their conference, that they're even in the NCAA tournament. Right, but, right. but, you know, deservedly, really. Well, yeah, if you look at the teams, I mean, I, you know, who do you leave out? And, you know, we've, we've talked about that a little bit. It's like you want to get the best teams in. And, it, it, you know, when you first look at it, you're like, wow, all 13, do they really deserve it? And I think in, in some ways they do, you know, I mean, because they, they play each other, so they, you know, kind of knock each other off. But they all play good non-conference schedules, and their RPIs are good. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously the SEC, um, you know, and I would say along with the Big 12 and maybe the Pac-12, those are your best, you know, softball conferences. So, um, and they, you know, those conferences kind of got rewarded for, you know, how good they are and, you know, how good their schedules are as well yeah jerry hill with us from uh buca de beppo in salt lake city they're covering uh baylor softball and the ncaa regional baylor opens tomorrow at noon our time uh what about baylor what, what are your thoughts jerry on uh how baylor bounces back from that loss to iowa state in the big 12 tournament yeah and i know you know coach moore was kind of somewhat joking about it but it's like you know when he looked at the draw is like at least it wasn't iowa state right because uh just haven't had a lot of luck with them but you know john if you go back a week before that they swept texas right and uh, you know and they did it you know without their number one pitcher um Dari orm uh who today i don't know if you saw that she's a uh, first team all region along with uh shea govan um so they were both uh, uh honored with that today and and glenn moore um awarded katie gilmore um all-american sid oh um, fantastic so first, first team all-american SID. <laughs> i would i would second that wouldn't you absolutely yeah and I, I did kind of tongue-in-cheek ask him if if she was the best ever and he did say yes <laughs> i know why you said that yes, <laughs> yes yeah. so, well and i knew he wasn't going to say johnson was <laughs> uh for background no, I, yeah yeah no i i john i think just what they've done this year, and you think about where they were a year ago, and they were actually in Colorado for the NISC. I'm going to try to get that right. That's it. National Invitational Softball Championship, not NCIS. No, which is um, what I said. And they're, you know, they're just they're so much better than they were a year ago, and certainly 
some of the transfers helped, you know, getting basically your middle infield, well, actually three of your four infielders um, as transfers. So I think that obviously helped a lot. Um, but then, you know, a lot of those other players, they've just gotten more experience and stuff, and they're just a, a lot better team than they were a year ago. Yeah. Are you of the mind that uh, this is a regional Baylor could win? Certainly disappointed, you know, that they're not hosting this sure. week. But then your next hope is you get sent somewhere that you can win and, and move on to the Super Regional. Yeah, I mean, being on the road, I think this was maybe about as good a situation as you could get um, just because – well, and I looked at the RPIs, John, and, and actually right now Utah is 18 and Baylor is 19. Hmm. So I don't know that you could have asked for a much better situation. And and really when you look at the draw, and it's, I, I kind of remember this being this way in, in, in women's basketball when it was you, wanna, you wanted to be anywhere but in UConn's side of the bracket. <laughs> right, well, right. So, so now it's Oklahoma in softball, two-time defending national champion. Number one, they've lost one game this year. No, that was to Baylor. But you didn't want to be in that potential super regional if, if if you could avoid it, and they did. I mean, now granted, it would be paired with potentially number two UCLA, but it's not Oklahoma. So I think that part was good. And yeah, John, I think just with when you look at this region, and I and I know Coach Moore talked about this this being the second toughest region, and I think it's because you have three Power Five teams in there that are all really good. So I mean, potentially you could see any of those teams win this region but i think in terms of baylor i don't know that they could have asked for a better situation being on the road obviously they would have loved to have hosted but i don't know that they wanted to be the 16 seed in hosting so again i think this was about as good as you were going to get and uh and, and this is fairly new ground for utah too this is not a program that that's been a great softball power for a long time now they won the pac-12 championship um, first ever Pac-12 tournament championship. So they've got that riding that high. But I think if you were just going to draw it up, I think this is about as good as you were going to get. Yeah, very good. All right, man, I appreciate it. Great to visit with you. Back to your pasta. And uh, thanks for being on with us. And uh, we'll check in with you again. Uh, don't come back from Salt Lake City without uh, at least three wins. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm shooting for. Jim. All right. Thank you, All right. Very good. Thank you very much, Jerry. See you guys. All right, Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider, Baylor uh, Athletics, and he is there in Salt Lake City covering Baylor softball in the NCAA regional. Bears open tomorrow at noon our time on the air at 11:45 a.m. on 101.3 FM. Dan Ingham there covering it uh, or, or doing the broadcast for us uh, on 101.3 FM television. Tomorrow's on ESPNU for this game, so. It's where you can find TV for this uh, regional opener tomorrow. Other uh, games uh, involving the Big 12 tomorrow. Uh, there are four teams in the regionals. Uh, all four open tomorrow. Baylor is the first at noon. At 3 o'clock tomorrow, uh, ninth or sixth seed Oklahoma State hosts uh, Maryland-Baltimore County. That's at 3 o'clock. It's on ESPN+. Plus. 4 p.m. on ESPNU, top seed and two-time defending national champion Oklahoma Opens against Hofstra and also at 4 p.m. on the Longhorn Network, 13th seed Texas hosts Seton Hall. Those are the Big 12 schools in the NCAA softball regionals, all four opening tomorrow, uh, three hosting Baylor in Salt Lake City.
All right, thanks again to Jerry. We appreciate him. We'll take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco, a new location in Temple, also a new location in Georgetown, and let them help you and your business succeed. Alliance Bank, it's your bank.